In the name of the Father, and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, we're gathered here to celebrate this divine liturgy and ask the Lord to bless us, bless our families, bless our children, intercede for everyone that's going through hard time and peace in heaven for those who have departed from our midst. I come from a generation where husbands and wives were chosen according to certain standards and these standards are not the same as today one of the most important standards were believing in God praying before asking before asking what does he do for a living? Before asking, where did you meet him or her? The question is always, how faithful is he? How faithful is she? How often does he and she go to church? How often do they pray? Now this concept has changed with the world that's changing. Some people blame it on the culture. Some people blame it on secularism. And some people blame it on many different things. And the only one stands to be blamed is the human being himself. Now ask any engaged couple today, where are you getting married at? The question is always, the answer is always, sorry, the wedding hall. They don't mention the church anymore. Have you noticed that? Now we see 50, 100 people sitting at church during wedding, and we see thousands of people at the wedding hall. Now this shows what is important and what's more important in our eyes today. I love, I love, I love being Chaldean. I love being a believer, a Catholic from the Middle East. This is an amazing thing. Don't get me wrong. When the bride and groom go through some hard times, when a couple go through some hard times, they go to the church. The first place they go is the church. And I respect and I love that dearly. I'm not an expert at marriage, as you know. I'm not married. I'm not planning to get married one day. But I know one thing. When Jesus is out of the marriage, that marriage is just a contract. A piece of paper that was signed. Mabruk, mabruk. The hafla was good. Everyone was happy. Now let's deal with life. Now, Jesus is being invited to a wedding today, my dear brothers and sisters. Can we invite Jesus to our weddings? Can we invite Jesus to our haflat? Will Jesus find a spot at the wedding hall? Inside or outside? Now, Jesus comes to a wedding 
with his mother being there. Now, I love, I love the attitude of our mother Mary here. Phenomenal. She comes to Jesus, and he calls her woman. Don't try that with your mother, okay? He calls her woman, and that's not a coincidence. That's a reference to the woman in the Old Testament. Eve was called a woman. But that woman in the Old Testament, she only thought about herself. But look at the new Eve. Look at the new woman. She does not think about herself. She points at, they have no wine. And wine is always, always related to joy and happiness. And guess what? If you did not have wine at your wedding back in the day, that's a shameful stain in the history of that man who prepared the wedding and sometimes got to the point of actually the family of the bride sued sued literally sued the man because he did not have wine at the wedding imagine if this happens today your allahs will sue you because you did not have hanna rakhasha at your wedding that's johnny walker imagine oh a lot of in-laws would love that today now here's jesus looking at this couple, Mary telling him that, he calls her a woman, and at the end, he gives her that, like, Mary looks at him, like, do whatever he tells you. Just, just do it. And guess what? The bride and the groom have no idea what's going on at their own wedding. How many times Jesus has performed miracles in your life, in my life, and we did not even know about it? But we know the hearts that are close to Jesus, the hearts that are close to Christ, always knew. That's, that's a touch of Jesus here. He gives them joy. He gives them happiness. But how does He do that? Why didn't Jesus just snap His finger and say, Well, let there be wine. And here, here it is, a lot of wine. He tells them, bring water. And water is always a symbol of the world. It's a reference, no matter how much we try, no matter how much we try to patch up relationships with worldly things, and Valentine's Day is coming, I know, will not satisfy the heart of the couple will not satisfy, will not solve the problem. Now Jesus brings some quality to our lives, some new happiness that we could not have anywhere else in the world. Sometimes we try to patch up our marriages. We do. A new gift, a nice vacation, a nice car, a bouquet of flowers, and we try, we try, we try. We work so hard. And God will bless every heart that tries actually to make things better for our married couples. But at the end of the day, it's just a temporary patching up. It's just temporary. When something happens in the future, we open that old file, double-click on it, and we review the history. You remember you did this. You remember you said that. And again and again and again, we go back to the same old story, back again and again and again. Now what Jesus comes says, well, bring everything from the world. Bring your water. 
And don't worry about what's going to happen. Leave it to me. Now that's the touch of the divine. That's the touch of Jesus Christ. Now that's the touch of Jesus Christ that brings every time when there is a situation that is happening around us. But the problem is, again, with the humans. Now we decide a lot of times to be broken to pieces. Every time there is an issue between a husband and a wife, every time they go to their friends, to their laws, to their everyone they encounter, and they keep telling them about the issue, and my wife is so, and my husband is that, and all of that, they break in a piece of themselves. And they've given it to that person. And once that person departs, takes that peace with him and her, and never gives it back. And sometimes I think about it. Why don't we decide to be broken in the hands of God? Why don't we come to God and say, God, this is me. This is my marriage. This is what's going on in my life. This is what I'm trying my best to work things. And I give you my whole being. And here it is. I'm broken as I can be. But I know with you, there is a glue that I do not find anywhere else in the world. Now God gives us so many weeks. And there are a lot of couples out there. God gives us so many weeks. Six days we decide to work hard to provide for our families, to stay faithful to God and to the commandment of God and our spouses. On the seventh day, it's okay, go to your own laws. It's okay, go compare the dolma and biryani of your own laws. It's okay, make your khmath happy, your Chaldeans happy, khmath a happy life. Do whatever you can to make it work, but make sure you give your time, you give your heart to God. It's not a fool, a person who said, a family that prays together stays together. A family that's, that's united by the sacrament of Eucharist will always stay together. Sometimes I meet with couples. God bless them. And I'm sitting there, and the couples try, both of them, so hard to explain to me which one is worse than the other. She's like that, he is like that, she is like that, he is like that. And I'm sitting there like, sorry. And I end up always saying, how close are you guys to God? When was the last time you received the Eucharist? Oh, uh, we pray at night. We make the sign of the cross and sleep. Uh, that's not enough. How close are you? When was the last time both of you knelt in front of the Eucharist and said, God, make it work, please? Because do you know what happens here? What happens here that bread and wine, which is human, human elements, become divine. The body and blood of Jesus Christ. Our problems, our issues, our challenges are human. They're not divine. They're very human. We try to solve them 
with our, with our own power sometimes we fail because we are limited we have limited energy and sometimes we drive ourselves crazy trying to solve our own issues bring them to God bring them to God and say God you are the solution to every issue that I'm going through God I cannot see what's going on tomorrow but I know you're there if I'm faithful to you today I know you will be there and you will always be there for me the idea of marriage as I said I'm not an expert when it comes to marriage I'm not a social worker I cannot tell you how to live I cannot tell you how to, pro to provide for your family but I can tell you one thing if you if you have Jesus Christ as a center of your relationship I promise you nothing's going to happen to you nothing can break your bond the reality is we are people under construction all of us you and I and God has a lot of work to do with us and but we are all on the same ship and the leader of that ship is not me is not you it's Christ himself he's the center and the head of the family now if we keep focusing on that let's remember that God has a solution just like the angel told Mary there is nothing impossible with God the issue is us we make it impossible and sometimes the attitude of Mary is something to be learned to learn from if someone comes to you and complains about their husbands complains about their wives lead them to Christ do whatever he tells you it's not our responsibility to fix issues it's Christ's responsibility lead them to Jesus all the time lead them to Jesus all the time instead of saying leave him leave her she does not deserve you he does not deserve you always tell them go figure it out with Jesus there's a lot of focus today on the sacrament of priesthood some people think it's funny some people think the sacrament of priesthood is better than the sacrament of marriage it's not a priest is called by God to serve and to give his life for the priesthood willingly that's why we should wake up every day with a smile on our face praising and thanking God for this beautiful and amazing gift and God gave you your wife God gave you your husband that you should wake up every day instead of saying say thank God for this beautiful and amazing gift that I have in my life even though I'm I'm not worthy of it and that's why we need to focus more on the sacrament of marriage today the sacrament of marriage did not change even if the world tries to change it the sacrament of marriage is still the same yesterday today and forever the sacrament of marriage is holy union between a man and a woman the sacrament of marriage is a beautiful call by God for humility if I come to the marriage 
to the sacrament with an idea of I am never going to change I am the same then you get it all wrong you enter the marriage thinking about I gotta die for myself if you want your priest to die for themselves from themselves and give their life fully to the church you better show that as well because from your families we have the future priests that's a beautiful thing so your husbands and wives are a beautiful and amazing gift from God and everyone that's single everyone that's engaged everyone that's thinking about getting married think about it or being a priest or serve before you do that close your eyes pray is this person leading me to heaven is this person the right person for me is this person going to increase Christ in my heart or is going to drain Christ from my heart it's very important to think to ask that question and think about it closely love is great but love is blind when it's blinded of God when there is no God in love is actually blind so let's pray for vocations vocations of marriage and vocations of priesthood let's pray for all our families every family that's going through hard time today let's pray for our brothers and sisters our sons and daughters who are far away from the sacred heart of Jesus we pray for everyone that asks us to pray for them through the intercession of our mother Mary Saint Joseph Saint George Father Son and Holy Spirit Amen